the if you look beneath all of that that is what most people want like nobody wants to look 20 years old for the rest <laughs> of their lives it's, it's, uh, not even me like I want to age, but I want to be, I want to have a lot of energy when I'm 60 years old so I can go traveling, that, that sort of thing. Right. And then by, by having those expectations, we, uh, it, it's normal, it's doable, and it's ultimately your choice. Hey there, I'm Ani Michalski, wellness coach, therapist, and mom to half a dozen amazing kiddos. This podcast is for moms who desperately need a break but refuse to take one. You know who you are. You have a jam-packed schedule and you're so busy doing everything for everyone else, you don't leave any time for you. What's up with that? Well, no more. Take off your superwoman cape and learn how to put yourself on your to-do list. This is the Moms Without Capes podcast. Hey, did you know that there's a Facebook group filled with Moms Without Capes? Women who are learning that it's safe to take off the superwoman cape and take care of themselves? There sure is, and we'd love to have you in the group. Moms Without Capes is a free community for moms who feel overwhelmed, stressed out, and exhausted from trying to do it all. Come discover who you are under that cape and give yourself permission to show yourself some love. Search Moms Without Capes when you're in Facebook or follow the link in the show notes of this podcast episode. See you there. We have here today on the Moms Without Capes podcast, Lisa Salvani. Lisa, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Ani. It's been a very pleasure to meet you and to be here tonight. Well, it's night here. It's night there. So, so I'm in Montana, Lisa's all the way across the world. <laughs> the yes, I mean, in Jakarta, we are like 12 hours of differences. So yep, almost yep. 12 hours, yeah. Exactly a day. So, <laughs> so Lisa is a medical practitioner who helps busy entrepreneurs gain more energy based on functional medicine perspectives. She's been practicing medicine for around 10 years and decided to pivot all of her practice to functional medicine, mostly because of how it helped her with dealing with healing her hypothyroidism several years back. On today's episode of the podcast, Lisa will be sharing with us all about fatigue and how we can get our energy back. So Lisa, I'm excited about this conversation because I actually have hypothyroidism. And I don't know if we even talked about that when we did our initial interview, but I have hypothyroidism. And so I'm, I'm always curious as to, because I take medication for it. And so I'm curious as to, even though we're going to talk about energy today to hear what, you know, wisdom you can impart as far as how you were able to overcome it or manage it better. So let's just dive in and tell us more about your journey and how you got to be where you are today. Okay, thank you so much, Oni. Actually, um, dealing with hypothyroidism is kind of the same of dealing with fatigue or energy, because it's uh, one of the four of major complaints that related to fatigue most of the time that I've met that many practitioners uh, also uh, find out later on. And the journey itself is I've become a medical doctor since since 2008, since I was graduated uh, in uh, medical schools, from medical schools. And then I start my journey as a GP and I work and 
got married and then <laughs> have uh, my daughter, had my daughter. And so along the journey, uh, you know, life just, you know, get into us. And then, yeah, I have my own fair share of depressions. And then um, I never really realized uh, what kind of uh, things that I've been dealing with until the point where I start to go back into schools, to schools to take my anti-aging master's degree. And then after that, um, I, I started to take uh, courses on anti-aging, on lifestyle medicines, on integrative medicines. And then I uh, took one course, uh, it's about detoxifications. And then I, one of the requirements was to took a medical test, lab test, which uh, then uh, to my uh, surprise, uh, found out that I had a borderline hypothyroidism. So that is- Oh, interesting. So you yeah. were taking a course on yeah, detoxification so I, and- and it just happened to exactly. The blood test I, came back. I never, yeah, I oh. never even realized that I had hypothyroidism. Yeah. I just like took life as it is, just trying to go by, you know, to get by every day. And then, and then borderlines back then, it was like on 2015 in, in here. Not many practitioners um, knows what to do probably with borderline hypothyroidism. So uh, after uh, met like two practitioners, I like just, you know, they, they told me that it's fine, that you have nothing to worry, that, you know, you don't really have hypothyroidism because it's not on the level of hypothyroidism, <laughs> but, um, and then I search on my own and then I've heard about functional medicines because uh, one way when you learn about anti-aging, integrative medicines, you will meet functional medicines, um, words or phrases later on. And then I dig deeper about that. And then I figure out that, okay, so let me try on me. <laughs> let me try myself. Like, is this going to happen? And then I try to change, um, not everything, but I try to cut down sugar. I try to cut down coffee because back then, and I also realized that I have, um, low progesterone level. Okay. Yeah, I had a history with endometriosis, um, PCOS. So that's that's when uh, before I got married, actually. So I had those kind of issues, and then I have I had hypothyroidism. So I try to cut back coffee, sugars, try to exercise. I yeah. So try to my, heal it through lifestyle changes. Yeah, through lifestyles. I took several. Uh, uh, types of supplementations from, uh, I took asphagandas, I took uh, zincs, magnesiums. Practically, I try to just normalize the basic nutrients. Uh, yeah, so, because I know that those are, those are the types of nutrients where you really need, but you don't really get it from, yeah, you don't get it enough from your um, daily diets. Right. Yeah, daily foods, yeah. So, and then after like eight months, I was start to feeling better. Mm -hmm. I uh, 
you know, I checked myself again and yeah, it, it come back normal. From So are you still like just from eliminating caffeine and sugar and incorporating exercise and the supplements into your life, then you, your blood tests had started coming back normal. Yes, exactly. Okay. I mean, that, I mean, I mean, the exercise was tough. I took uh, twice. So I took classes, uh, but it's, it's more like just um, yoga and balance and those kind of things. But I think I really need that because it also helped me with the stress. Okay. And I was, yeah. And also with the fatigue, I mean, like, um, uh, yeah, I, I think, I think I got better before the eight months because, mm-hmm. you know, because the energy level, the, the stress level is already, uh, you know, just declining. Decrease. Yeah. yeah. Decreasing. And, but yeah, it took me like eight months before I start to check on myself again and it, it come back normal. I was so happy. <laughs> yeah. So for those that don't know, can you share a little bit more about what is functional medicine? Okay. So there are so many, uh, like there are so many uh, uh, hypes about functional medicine out there. And uh, yeah, some people get it wrong. So uh, what functional medicines, in functional medicines, we try to find the root cause. And then when we, when we, when I said root cause, the root cause of disease is not, you know, many people will uh, tell you that the root cause of disease is stress or your mind, or it's on your gut. Well, in functional medicines, we don't really, uh, we, we know the organs, we know the diseases, diabetes, hypertension, but we put uh, the points or the, we pointers on the uh, pathways. So like the um, antioxidants, the oxidative stress, the silent inflammations, the, the really, the imbalances, the imbalances in the metabolism itself. So we put, uh, uh, we really look into that thing. So it doesn't really matter whether it's your gut that's having problem or whether it's your brain is having problems because we connect the dot uh, between those organs, between those uh, metabolic pathway even by by just relying into that, that really deep core of the uh, metabolism imbalances. Okay. Yeah, and then we use um, we use personalized uh, treatments. So uh, one uh, diabetic patient is not going to have the same kind of treatment with another because uh, you know normally you you just uh, have the same types of drugs, types of diets, but it's not because we now know that there are so many types of diabetes and, uh, and then, and it goes the same with autoimmunity. It goes the same with fatigue. It goes even the same with hypothyroidism. I mean, even uh, when treating hypothyroidism, you cannot just judge them by, by the hypothyroidism that they, uh, they're having because uh, the uh, two women having hypothyroidism can have a very different background. Okay. <laughs> Do you find that they have um, completely different symptoms or somewhat different symptoms that would? 
the symptoms might be the same. It's not going to be entirely different, but there are differences between them. And then when you are uh, doing the consultations, you pull it back uh, with the medical histories, uh, then we'll find out that there are more like some people get into hypothyroidism by stress. Some people get into by the um, imbalances in nutrients. And then you will need to heal or to, uh, to start a treatment with different, different options. Right. That depends yeah. on their root cause. Yes, exactly. Their specific root cause. Yeah. So. <laughs> okay. So, I mean, the, the decrease of the decline of energy and the increased fatigue, that is, that's yeah. a pretty standard symptom yeah. of hypothyroidism. Yeah. So yeah. how do you deal with that specifically? How do you help treat that and help women? Or is it, do you help men and women or mostly women? Mostly women, but okay. I have men uh, as patients as well. Um, but my focus is in fatigue and yes, low energy syndromes. But what I've found out right now is that I think most of the people right now are having fatigue or low energy syndromes. And don't know why, but I think it's like an epidemic right now. So right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's not only limited to the um, hypothyroidism. It might be just because of lifestyle, the, you know, okay. Yeah, we, we are having like a fast-paced lifestyle right now. So it might be because of that. But when I deal with fatigue, when I, uh, well, every day, when, I, when I'm having uh, clients that have fatigue or low energy syndromes, whatever the cause that they're in, um, the first thing that I try to look is, the first is their medical history. I mean, not medical, but their lifestyle history and uh, how they just um, cope with life in general. Because um, as much as I don't want to intrude uh, other person's you know, um, ways of life, but it's, you need to change those things uh, to really get better. And sure. so, yeah, <laughs> so that is something that I try to do. So you help them implement some different lifestyle changes. So for what, like, I mean, like, can you give us some examples of things that, that you would recommend or that you suggest, you know, I know that it's different with every patient. Um, actually the, um, the types is the same, like exercise, sleeping, um, uh, your daily diets, but the personal recommendation are going to be different for okay. yeah for each person but yeah uh, what kind ki- what types of exercise do they do or if they are having um fatigue that is really heavy well uh, i'm not going to uh, you know i'm not going to incorporate uh any type of exercise at the beginning of the treatment itself but yeah the exercise types and most importantly is how they sleep at night because that yeah that is sleep problems is the one thing that not many people realize and not many people uh hold importance of Mm -hmm. it yeah and what not many people realize is that how you sleep at night is literally really important and related to your energy yes yeah (laughs) right right well i 
I mean, we're all about in Moms Without Capes, we talk a lot about self-care and I actually created an entire sleep course because that is like, that's the primary or like basis, basic way of improving your health and taking care of yourself is improving your sleep and making sure that you're getting the sleep that your body needs. Yes. So as you, you mentioned that you had taken some classes in anti-aging. Did you get your uh, master's in that? Is that a master's degree? Yeah. Okay. Master's degree in anti-aging medicines. Yes. So how is fatigue related to aging? Like, do we tend to feel more tired or get less energy as we age? Yes, for sure. I mean, uh, after the age of 25, the body itself has started to age and that is normal. And with declining of the uh, age, I mean, not declining, with increasing the age, uh, your body is literally declining in everything, like the metabolisms, and that is normal. But it's not; it doesn't have to be that way. Like it is your choice to optimize your uh, aging process. Like uh, I mean, for so many people that I've uh, I've met, I know that all of us want to, you know, to not age right <laughs> yeah we don't want to age yeah it's not possible but, not to know. <laughs> exactly but it's just not possible but what i found out is what most people want is not not age but it's how we can age gracefully yes. like yes exactly right. as so, you were saying that that's what went in my head like yeah they don't want to you know it's not that they don't yeah. want to age and I was thinking yeah. Yeah, we want to age gracefully we yeah age. so <laughs> that that's that is the if you look beneath all of that that is what most people want like nobody wants to look 20 years old for the rest <laughs> of their lives it's, it's, uh, not even me like I want to age, but I want to be, I want to have a lot of energy when I'm 60 years old so I can go traveling, that, that sort of thing. Right. And then by, by having those expectations, we, uh, it, it's normal, it's doable, and it's ultimately your choice, our choice. Yes. So, yeah, <laughs> so it's, it's declining, yes, uh, because uh, our energy is produced by mitochondria and yes, and the rate of energy production itself is going to decline um, naturally. W- yeah, naturally within the increasing of the age, but you can optimize that. I mean, you cannot optimize it forever, right. but you can, <laughs> you can optimize that uh, until... I think, I think it depends on the age itself. Like I, I've seen so many people at their seventies and their eighties, still being a speaker, still doing great, still learning, still swimming. I mean, they're, they're doing great. So why can't we? Sure. I agree. I agree. (laughs) Why can't we? So so what do you, what do you suggest um, to help moms prevent fatigue or to better manage their energy? Okay, first thing first, because I'm also a mom, is that we need to relax and slow down a bit. So that is, yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter how many supplements that you take every day when you don't really, uh, when you, you know, when you rush in, rush out, and then when you put everything on your plate day in, day out, that's not going to help me. That's not going to help you because 
um, you need a rest, you need to prioritize. That's why I, uh, I talk about productivity in every patient that I met. I mean, it's not possible because we're not a superman. We're not a superwoman. Yes. We're not built that way. So I know that we hope that we are, but we're just not. So we <laughs> My whole business is based on this, Lisa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, like, I, I know that we hope that we are super wonder woman. Yes. But, but it's exhausting. Exactly. We're just not that. But at the end of the day, when we try to prioritize, when we try to put things, some things aside, we found out that we're happier without them. Yes. Yeah. So that is for moms because I know moms have a lot of expectation on themselves. Like we put it on ourselves, right? So <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Hold. So you heard her. You, you, all you listeners, yeah. right? Like the number one way to manage your energy is to learn how to relax, how to slow down, yes. and take well, that break. Stop being exactly. so hard on yourself and expecting breathe. to do all the things and breathe. Yeah. Yes, breathe. Yeah. definitely important. And so many listeners and so many moms struggle to do that. Yes, and so exactly. learning how to do that is so important for sure. Yes, exactly. And that is why the next uh, thing I should I usually do is how to make them relax because sometimes you need, uh, you know there are so many things that goes into your body that is provided by nutrients. And when the nutrients goes in balance, so does your mood, so does your sleep. So sometimes when I see a woman come to me with panic attack, anxieties, um, I know that there's something wrong and it's not just on their mind. And sometimes they need supplementation. Sometimes they, I don't really use drugs, but supplementations or like simple breathing exercise. Or just like, um, I don't know, like uh, I ask them, some, sometimes it's crazy, sometimes I ask them to do journaling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, simple things like that, but really does uh, help helping. It's, right. it's it helps them slow down. Yeah, it helps them <laughs> slow down. It helps them to reflect back on their life too. Right. Okay, that's awesome advice. We know that there is power in building strong habits in your life. But sometimes making them stick can be the tricky part. Habits are at the core of creating a life where you feel fulfilled and able to be your best self. Learn how to transform your health, your life, and yourself by downloading my free guide, Building Strong Habits. The link to grab your guide is in the show notes of today's episode. (laughs) So how do you practice, Lisa? How do you, what's your go-to way to practice self-care? Okay, my two go-to way to practice self-care is the first thing I usually have a morning ritual, which includes uh, breathing and meditations. That is um, that is the the thing that I've started since like three to four years ago. It's been helping me so much. And then the next thing is uh, my afternoon me time. Actually, it's a tea time. Actually. Yeah, so this is a time where I don't want to be disturbed. I just want to be with myself, my thoughts, and my tea. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And my tea. And, and although it's just like 20 minutes or so, but it's, it's really helping. 
it's sure, the tea is like symbolic of like this is this is my time like it'll take you know mm-hmm. the amount of time that it's going to take me to just relax and, yeah. and drink my tea and not that's the time that you can reflect on your thoughts and just yeah. hear your thoughts just hear yeah. them because exactly. as a mom you have to you have to make that time because yes. life is can get very busy for sure yes. yes and and what people don't realize is that when you make time for yourself your not is this not just about your energy but your focus your concentrations and the things that you think that you cannot do is actually you can do it better yes because we can focus and concentrate better so right. Right. yeah <laughs> so what book would you recommend or what book has greatly impacted your life that you'd like to share with the listeners here okay so i have so many personal development struggles actually this is, well this is always a hard question because uh, <laughs> we're yeah. all readers yes I like uh judgment detox by Gabby Bernstein's okay. Um, okay really helps me I'm being very judgmental on myself uh, usually <laughs> and then I like um Breen Brown Okay. Uh, the power of vulnerability, and mm-hmm. that is, uh, it's it's so hard when you are professionals, when you are, you know, having your own small business, having you know, having your own podcast. Mm-hmm. It's it's hard sometimes to be vulnerable because it's like a man's world, right? I mean, yes. like we, yeah, and then we mirror them. We mirror that environment. So we forget that we are not men. Right. We forget that um, sometimes being vulnerable is our power, actually. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so that is the second book. And the third one that helped me so much is Robin Sharma with the 5am clubs, which has been helping me through several years. That's- what is the name of the book? Uh, 5 a.m. club. Okay, the 5 a.m. club. Yes, yeah, yes, so that, that. yeah, so that's where my morning rituals comes up. I mean, it's, yeah. That's right. I feel like um, the last person I interviewed. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I, I think that was her, her book as well. The 5 a.m. club. Oh, the 5 a.m. Yeah. club. We were yeah, because it's, it's practical. It's, the concept is simple. But, you know, um, it's working. Good. Yeah. Good. Have you ever heard of the Miracle Morning? Or heard of I've the heard it. Morning? Yeah, it's yeah, similar. It, it yeah, is similar yeah. with like certain exercises or like he uses um, the savers, like lifesavers. And he goes through like six activities that like the most successful people do each morning. And so he walks you through that. And it reminded me of when she was explaining the 5 a.m. club, it was similar to like, kind of having that direction instead of just waking up. And that's the thing. Many, like there's moms that roll out of bed with their kids and then they're starting, you know, from like going from zero to a hundred and not having that space. Or there's moms that wake up early and do the dishes and the laundry, Mm -hmm. (laughs) like do all these things to, to like physically prepare for the day, but then they're already like fell behind emotionally and mentally, like to be able to have, you know, where the meditation and the, and, yeah. and any of those like journaling, any of those activities that are going to fill your proverbial cup or, you know, get you yeah. ready to be your best self. Those are the things that we need to be focusing on in the morning so that you can, exactly. so when your kids wake up, like you're already ahead of the game. 
It's exactly. that important. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've even have like um, about 40 minutes to just either read books on medical mm -hmm. or watching um, courses or things like that. Just to, because sometimes when we already like start our day, we just don't, we, we feel like we don't have time. But then when you start doing it every day in the morning, you, you practically have, have yeah you have more time than you need mm -hmm. so it's it's fun it's fun like and you it's said fun. about that concentration and productivity yeah. like that all improves yeah when you and, and take when the you time for yourself yeah and when you start your day like that the whole day just I mean I uh because I acknowledge that because sometimes I miss those mm -hmm. activities in the morning yeah there, there are, and it shows there, yeah there are those times where you just cannot do that and it 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 just different. Yes, I agree. It's I agree. Yeah. <laughs> so Lisa, you have a gift for our listeners. Why don't you share about yes. that? Yes. So I have this micronutrients a cheat sheet where you can um, acknowledge what kind of micronutrients imbalance that you have based on uh, the cheat sheet itself. So. Uh, I will put, uh, I will, I will uh, put it on the link, I think. Yes, uh, and I'll throw, I'll put it in the show notes for, yes, for anyone who's interested in, in grabbing that cheat sheet for sure. Yes, and it's, it's really, it's really good because it helps you to just know your imbalances and know for, for a starter, like know which micronutrients or which nutrients that you need to be focusing on, you know? Okay. All right. And so where, where can listeners find you? Okay. So, um, uh, you can find me on Instagram, on okay. IG, uh, Dr. Lisa Silvani. Okay. Sounds good. Well, thank you so much for coming so to the show much. today and sharing your wisdom with us. Thank you so much, Oni. I'm happy to be here and I'm happy to meet all of you. If you're a super busy, stressed out mom looking to minimize self-doubts, challenge unrealistic expectations, and confront negative self-talk, all while increasing your self-confidence, then you already know that you have to stop feeling inadequate and fully believe in yourself. That's where the Quiet Your Inner Mean Girl program can help. In just eight weeks, you can transform your inner critic to become your biggest cheerleader. You will learn proven methods to stop negative self-talk Break the cycle of negative thinking and shift your self-beliefs to ones that serve you. Start treating yourself with kindness and compassion and grow your self-esteem and confidence by enrolling in the Quiet Your Inner Mean Girl program today. You can find the link in the show notes of today's episode. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Moms Without Caves podcast. I'm always up to hearing your ideas for future episodes, so send me a DM and let me know. And if you enjoyed today's episode, it would be awesome if you'd leave me a positive review wherever you're listening to podcasts these days. Until next time, take care of you. You are worth it.